Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. How excellent, Lord, is your name. Praise the Lord. Okay, now we're continuing on our faith series, series on Hebrews chapter 11, which is the Hall of Faith in the New Testament. And um, this has been, this series has been such a blessing um, to, to be just thinking about and meditating on these things. It's been such a blessing to my heart and my life. And today we're moving into the second example. These are different examples, not of people who were perfect, but who, of people who lived by everyone faith. And today is really, really a special example of faith. Today we're going to be focusing in on the uh, Bible character whose name was Enoch. Everyone say Enoch. The name Enoch means consecrated. The name Enoch means to be separated to a very specific purpose. And what we're going to discover is that Enoch's life was separated to commune with God and to please God. Now, I want to do this uh, a little more. I want to begin with the definitions that we learned at the beginning of the series. The two definitions of faith combined to make up one definition are this. Faith is confident expectation in the presence, power, and provision of the unseen God. So the first side of faith is confident expectation in the person of God. The second side of faith is absolute belief and trust in the command of God. And you're going to see this unfold and played out in the lives of all of these great men and women of God. Faith, essentially faith can be reduced to this, to this statement. It's faith in the person and faith in the words or the promises of that person, the person of God. It's absolute faith and trust in 2019 in Jesus. How many know we can trust Jesus with all of our lives in 2019? And so get this in your heart. It's faith in Jesus and faith in the promises of Jesus. It's faith in God and faith in the promises of God. And now today we're going to look at this wonderful special example of of faith as we look at the life of Enoch. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning with verse 5 now. It says, It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. Very unique uh, um, example of scripture. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And so this is what characterized Enoch's faith. I want to jump 
very quickly to Genesis as well. This is the way Genesis talks about Enoch. It says, when Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God. Now here's one of the things that this passage reveals is that you could be walking religiously, you could be walking all sorts of ways, but there comes a moment in time where your walk changes. How many want your walk to change to get closer to God? He lived for 65 years. His son, Methuselah, was born. We don't know all the details of that. The Bible doesn't even reveal those details. But we know that something happened in his heart. The same way something can happen in our hearts even today. And his walk changed. It says, and Enoch, after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. And the title of the message today is Faith Walks with God. Faith Walks with God. Plain and simple, faith walks with God. Faith impacts every day, all day. Faith walks with God. Faith doesn't mean that your life compartmentalizes God. Real faith doesn't compartmentalize. Real faith has, is, is thinking about and connected to God all day long. See, in our culture, people... Uh, but this has been historically true, but especially now in our culture, people love to compartmentalize their faith. And faith is for church, and faith is for when I go to this, or the prayer meeting, or a, a becoming group. But then when I go, I'm a professional, and when I go into the professional realm, I'm no longer uh, uh, displaying my faith. I hide that. But that's not what the Bible teaches. What the Bible teaches is that faith walks with God. Everyone say that together. Faith walks with God. No matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, faith walks with God. You see, and Enoch walked with God and he pleased God. And you know what, before we pray, I wanna, uh, we came across this in our research. G. Campbell Morgan, a famous Preacher, if you want to read great sermons, I read sermons by G. Campbell Morgan when I was in Bible school. A great, great pastor, uh, um, a British pastor. Listen, he told this story. Uh, a little child in Morgan's church went home from Sunday school. The mother said, tell me what you learned today. And the girl replied, we learned about Enoch. One day God and Enoch went for an extra long walk. And they walked on and on. Uh, until God said to Enoch, you're a long way from home. You had better just come in and stay. And he went. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many want the Lord just to say, you know what? You're so close. You just need to come on up here. <laughs> he took an extra long walk. May 2019 be an extra long walk with Jesus. May it be an extra long walk with Jesus. I want to challenge you right here, right now. Faith walks with God. 
I want, you to cha- I want to challenge you to pray that prayer. I want, to, I want to challenge you to say, Lord, everyone's life is different, but my steps are ordered by you. And God, I want to ask you to help me to walk with you in 2019. How many want to walk with Jesus like never before in 2019? Amen. Come on, let's lift our hands right now. Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we want to please you like Enoch did. We want to walk with you. We want to honor you. We want to love you. We want to bring you glory with all of our lives. And Lord, your word teaches that faith walks with you. So Father, we begin this message today by asking you to teach us, show us, change us. God, I pray for that moment where things changed. For Enoch, let that happen for us. Help us, Lord God. All this May 2019, Lord, be an extra long walk with you. And Lord, may every single day, wherever we find ourselves, may the fellowship and the connection with you never be broken. Bless this word. Bless our time together, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. Amen and amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, I love the, the intimation of this story is that there was something about Enoch's heart and his relationship with God that God said, you know what? You're up here so much with me in your heart that, you know what, I just got to bring you to me. You know, this, this to me is one of the most father-son relationship-oriented examples of faith in this chapter. This is like the peak of it. Even like the Bible says that Abraham was a friend of God and Moses was a friend of God. You know, and they did great exploits for God. But the, the amazing thing about this story is that it doesn't say that he did anything like that. All it says is that he walked with him. It doesn't talk about parting the Red Sea or, 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 or uh, you know, calling down plagues. It doesn't talk about any of those things. All it talks about was that he walked with God and he pleased God. May that be the kind of year that we experience. How many of us say amen? amen. So, so what do we learn from this message today? It's really two simple points. The first point is that faith walks upward. Everyone say upward. It says it was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying Uh, uh, He disappeared because God took him, for before he was taken, he was known as a person who pleased God, and even though he was on the earth as he walked with God, he was upward, okay? Now, this this is a very, very important principle, quite frankly, 
you know, this is my prayer, my personal prayer for 2019 is that God would give me the most upward year of my life. And when it comes to being upward, here's what upward means in a New Testament context. Colossians speaks of this. It says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Okay, set your hearts on things above, upward. At, right, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Then set your minds on things above, not on everyone, earthly things. And so upward means that when we wake up, no matter what we're experiencing, no matter what we're encountering, our hearts and our minds are upward. Enoch was a man just like us. He was just a regular guy, just a regular human being with all the sorts of pressures and struggles. But as he walked out this life, there was something happening inside of him that was upward towards God. Look, here's what, here, let me give you a, 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 an illustration. Okay, think about the journey of your life. So our life is this way, okay? Our life is horizontal, so to speak. You wake up, you've got your finances, you've got your career, you've got relationships, you've got your emotions, your health, your education. You have all of these things that you have to grapple with. These things are real. And as you're walking in this life, this is what you're dealing with today. You're dealing with this stuff, right? We all have our finances, our career, relate. all of these things uh, are, are swirling around us and we have to deal with them and they can produce incredible pressure. They can bring great pressure on us. And what the devil does is he wants to bring pressure in these different areas so that we could worry, so that we could fear, so that we could doubt, so that we can forget about God, and so that we could try to work all of this out on our own. And, but what the Bible teaches is that the way to please God is that, well, this is happening this way. And here's what David said at a certain point. David said, Lord, let not my soul cling to the dust. Don't let my soul, deep down in my heart, don't let me cling to this earth. What did he mean? He was saying, God, I want to be like Enoch. God, make me upward. You see? And so you and I, what are you facing today? What are you struggling today? Here's, what, here's the, way, the, the way it fleshed out for Enoch. Here's the way it can flesh out for us. You walk into Starbucks, but even though you're into Starbucks and you're going to get a cup of coffee uh, uh, and a piece of cake, whatever it is, even though you're there, you're talking to people, your heart can still be upward. You can be ordering and your heart could be upward. You could be in a business meeting. You could be surrounded by professionals and talking. And God has made it so that your heart could be, God, I want to love you. I want to honor you. Give me wisdom right here. Let me serve you, God. You could be teaching. You could be working wherever you find yourself. God has made it so that our heart and our spirit can be upward. Reaching to him, saying, God, I love you, God. This Right here, right in this moment, God, I want to honor you. Show me what to do. Show me, Lord, show me what to do. Show me what to say. Show me what to say. You could be doing Christian things. You know many times, I tell the guys this all the time. You know how many counseling sessions I've been in? 
in the last 30-something years? You think it takes a long time for me to figure out a problem? How many problems have we heard? What's unique to a person is unique to them. But we've had that same issue in 45, 50 different versions. Week after week, week after week, this is what we do. So someone comes in, and when they come in, five, seven minutes, you get a sense of this is where this is. But what the Lord teaches you is don't jump to conclusions, stay upward. So someone comes into office, I pray, Lord, even if I know what the problem is, only you know how to solve it, God. Help me, God, help me to counsel this person. Help me to preach this sermon, Lord. You can preach a sermon and be upward in your heart. Oh, that, oh, that the Lord help me. Think about what you do. Think about where you go. Enoch walked with God and he pleased God because all of his life was beautifully, wonderfully, sweetly upward. God, I love you. I love you, God. I love you. You know, Jack O'Brien, we've had two people in our last, uh, in the last couple months go home to be with the Lord. Our brother Jack O'Brien that we prayed for over and over and over again. He battled with cancer in front of us for three or four years. What an upward man. Oh, I love Jack O'Brien. What an upward man. And here's the funny thing. So I, I, uh, I was, I participated in the funeral. And um, a pastor came from Oklahoma. And one of his friends spoke. And so the two pastors, he, he spoke uh, second, I spoke third. And the first thing that we did is we gave the verse that characterized Jack O'Brien's life. And our verse was, Enoch walked with God. And he was taken because he pleased God. I got up after him, I said, yo, bro, you stole my verse. What's up with that? <laughs> Sister Ortega just went, her husband is right there in the first row, married 70 years, 60 years, 60 years. And I just spoke to him. He says, she's home. Hallelujah. Can we praise God for Sister Ortega? She's home. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. There's a joy in Jesus. There's a peace in Jesus. There's a strength and a wonder in Jesus. You know, there's, a, there's something. There's something that... Um, in the Christian, in the Christian, there should be something that burns inside of your heart that says, it's not really for now. It's for later. It's for when I see him face to face. You see? There's, um, man, how do you describe something so wonderful that's offered to the believer. The greatest gift that you and I have is our relationship with God. 
And the devil comes and he tries to get you to worry. He tries to get you to fear. He tries to get you to doubt. And you go, no, Jesus, I love you, Lord. My heart is fixed upon you. Thou, O oh Lord, are a shield about me. You're my glory and the lifter of my head, O oh God. You see, put that, could you put that slide back on? So here's what your week will be like your, even tonight. You walk out of here, and uh, uh, if you're a student and you've got all kinds of pressure, pressure, doubt, unbelief, you can't do it, whatever it is. What is the solution? Be upward. Your emotions are down and you're discouraged and all you can think about uh, uh, is, is you get closed in. You know, Pastor Matt said this to me. He said that Watchman Nee talked about this particular issue and he said, look, some Christians in their desire to be holy and godly, they get too inward. Yeah, sometimes you got to look at your stuff and realize, yo, I got stuff to deal with. I got issues. And you take it to God. But after you deal with, I got issues, guess what you need to do? You need to get upward and say, God, only you can help me with my issues, oh God. Only you can help me with my struggles, my battles. Only you can help me, Lord God, relationships. Only God, help my marriage. Help me with my children, God. It's all, everyone say upward with me. It's all upward. How do you live an upward life? Set your hearts on things above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. Set your mind on things above. Oh Lord, life is so wonderful and so sweet. Lord, you, you've been paying that heat bill for so many years, Lord. I'm near thankful that that heat bill has gotten paid. Oh, blessed be your name. We love you, God. We love you. Come on, how many love the Lord? Lift your hands. We love you, Lord. Just tell them for a few minutes. We love you, Lord. We love you. We thank you, God. Blessed be your name, oh God. Where would we be if we didn't have you in our hearts? We love you, God. We love you more than the things of this world. We love you more than promotions or palaces, oh God. We love you, God. And we want to please you, God. Make our hearts and our lives upward. Do it, oh Lord. We love you. That you would increase and we would decrease. We're longing for the day that you take us. Take us home, Lord. Take us home. Hallelujah. We know that Jack, we know Sister Ortega, they're just rejoicing in your presence, oh Lord. We want to get there too, Lord. Amen. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, I'm so grateful for the word of God. Hallelujah, that it teaches us and encourages us and gives us such incredible faith while we're here fighting the good fight. Oh, thank you for your word, Lord. Faith is, it's upward. Here's the second thing about our faith. Faith not only walks upward, faith walks confidently. Everyone say confidently. Amen. 
Look, it says, it's and it's impossible to please God without faith. And anyone who wants, anyone who wants to come to him must believe that he exists. Remember, the person. Okay? And that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. The promises that say, if you seek me, you'll find me. That's faith. That's the two sides of faith right there. How do you please God? You have faith in the person and you have trust and confidence in his word. Faith not only walks upward towards the person, but faith walks confidently in the promises and in the word of God. God, you said this about my life. You said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Now dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And so what was special about Enoch is that Enoch lived with amazing confidence. Amazing confidence in God. He just walked with God in faith and he trusted God. And by the way, Enoch was, was very, very close to Noah. Enoch's days were as evil as they get. Enoch wasn't bouncing around the Garden of Eden, okay, before the snake showed up. In fact, the Bible says that at a certain point, Enoch prophesied. It says it in the book of Jude. Listen to this. It says, Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See, the Lord is coming. This, listen to this. Very, very important. This is his prophecy. The Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy angels to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they've committed in their ungodliness and of all the defiant words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So Enoch at a certain point prophesied and said, listen people, stop ignoring the Lord. He's coming back. The Lord is coming back for him. See, faith has a confidence that says, I'm living right now in a certain way because I know Jesus is coming back. How many know Jesus is coming back? <laughs> See, a lot of people don't, don't think in terms of Jesus coming back, but see, for the Christian, our minds, our thoughts are different because we must be oriented in our hearts and in our minds towards the second coming of Christ. Because it motivates us to live because he's coming back. He's coming, he's coming. Hallelujah, he's coming and he's gonna make everything right. Hallelujah, blessed be the name of the Lord. He's coming back, the Lord is coming back. And he said, listen, get ready, get ready. You see, now we're living in a day. Don't be telling people to get ready. I'm telling you right now. Get ready, get ready, get ready. How many would say amen? Come on, let's put our hands together. We want to be ready, Lord. It's like, that doesn't make sense. I, I was in a locker room once, and a guy said, man, I don't mind going to church, but I don't want to hear about the second coming of Christ. Yeah, well, I'm living for the second coming of Christ. I'm living, I want, I want you to come back, you know. I want you to come back, Lord, I want you to come back. Come get us, Lord.
You see, when you walk, listen, we're going to close, right, in just a minute. When you're walking with God and your heart is upward and your mind is upward, and I'm telling you, you can't really do that without the promises of God in your heart. You have to read the Bible. Because the Bible is what orients your heart and your mind. The Bible is what clues you in as to what to believe, what to receive in your spirit. When you start to walk with God like that, that you're walking into a room and you're loving people, caring for people, listening to people, but you're still upward. You know, you're looking at the at your bank statement or you're looking at your credit card statement and it's like, okay, okay. But you're still, when you're upward, all of your life changes. It just, it, it, it redefines what it means to be in this world, but not of this world. You see? And this is stuff, what I'm talking about, this is real Christianity, you know? In the midst of that, God will do incredible miracles for your life, you know? In the midst of that, God will provide, he'll bless you, you know, he'll, he'll do all kinds of things, but even when it happens, you know, even when it happens, it's like, it's okay. I was telling one of the, I learned, man, I learned so much from sports. We're, we're just about done, but listen. I remember winning a big, big game. And people were all excited because we won this big game. And when I'm walking out, walking on people all excited, we won. I pitched, won the game. Something, I had this whisper in my heart that said, don't get souped up because this ain't the big leagues. You know, you just won a high school game. And sometimes great things happen, you know. But listen, don't get crazy about it. This ain't heaven. How many of you say in heaven? This ain't heaven. How many know heaven is going to blow our minds for a billion years? Heaven is going to blow our minds. You know. It's exceedingly, abundantly beyond anything we could even ask or think or imagine. Hallelujah. That's how amazing heaven is going to be. How many would say amen? Come, Lord Jesus, come. There's a confidence, powerful confidence that says, God is with me. He loves me. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. He's coming back for me. I'm one with him. And he's with me. I'm the vine, you're the branches. There's a abide in me. Let my word abide in you. Beautiful connection, confidence in his closeness. Last example. There was a, the, the man who, who founded Princeton Theological Seminary. Listen, when Dr. Alexander... Archibald Alexander was his name. When he was dying, a friend tried to encourage him by reciting some of the most familiar passages and promises. And he began to read him, I know in whom I have believed. And, but the sick man raised his hand. He's on his dying, on his deathbed. He said, no, no, exclaimed the dying Alexander. It's not I know in whom 
I cannot have even the little word in between me and Christ. He said, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. How many know the more you live by faith, the closer you get to him, the closer you get to him, the more confidence, the closer you get to him. Here's what it looks like. Ready? I'm going to give it to you right now, and we'll close with this. It's an upward spiral, and it's believe, seek, expect. Say that with me. Ready? Believe, seek, expect. Walking with God is this. Believe, seek, expect. All right? So this week, you're going to believe God. You're going to get a hold of his promises. You're going to read the Bible. You have confidence in the promise of God. You're going to read the Bible and say, God, this is what you promised, and I'm seeking you. I'm believing you. You're going to break through, God. You're going to give us that zoning, oh God. It doesn't matter who's against it. If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. You're going to provide what we need, oh God. You believe and believe in your fighting. You're seeking. You're expecting. You're walking out in your day confidently, I expect. Then God breaks through, and then you have another faith challenge, and then you go back to step one. Ready? Everyone, believe, seek, expect. All of our days, read, believe, seek, and then let your day be lived out with the great expectation that he's going to come through. How many know he's going to come through? Because he is faithful. Lift your hands to him. Hallelujah. Jesus, we love you. Oh, how we love you. You are the one our hearts adore. Jesus, we someone is here today and you need a breakthrough when you look at that horizontal path of your life you need a breakthrough in your finances you need a breakthrough in your emotions you need a breakthrough in this you need a breakthrough in that but what we've learned today is that the greatest breakthrough is the upward breakthrough hallelujah when we get the upward breakthrough God takes care of everything or everything else seek ye first the of God and his righteousness all things will be added and so I want to pray today maybe you're here and you need to take a step of faith you want to come to the altar because you need an upward breakthrough the most important breakthrough of 2019 is not the earthly thing that you could think about it's the heavenly thing it's the upward breakthrough God will give you the upward breakthrough and when you get the upward breakthrough all of the earthly breakthroughs So as we sing, Jesus, we love you. If you want to come build an altar at the altar today, just come. Jesus, we love you.
worship him. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Come on, learn how to say I love you out loud to Jesus. I want to believe God is bringing the break. After 65 years, he brought the break in Enoch's life. Bring that break in all of our lives. Let today be a breakthrough day. on our heart. Everyone, put your hand on your heart. Father, we come to you as the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Lord, should you tarry and give us life in 2019, you know everything that lies before us. But Lord, what we're asking for you to do inside of us today is that you would start, oh God, create the break that you created in Enoch's life. We want to walk faithfully with you, oh God. God, we pray that 2019 would be the most upward year of our lives. Give us upward hearts. Give us upward minds. Help us, oh God, to walk with you and to please you. Enoch walked with God and he pleased God. Let this be a year where we bring pleasure to your heart like never before. And we know, Lord, that as we break through on our upward focus, our confidence in your word is that if we'll just seek you first, if we'll just live an upward life, you know what we need, you know when we need it. And we declare our confidence in the fact that all things, everyone say all things, all things will be added unto your people. Bless, oh God, this day as we go from this place. I pray for your blessing on 2019. May that blessing be that we live upward and confident lives like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, amen. Can we put our hands together and bless God?